Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt, owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. It is interesting when I talk to people in the workforce, all different industries. I would say the highest burnout is in the nonprofit industry, the hospitality industry, and the manufacturing industry. That does not exclude other companies outside those industries, but that's where, when I go to the workshops, it's heavy. It's heavy enough where people leave the workshops to regroup themselves. It's heavy enough that they are so candid because they've had enough that they need something to change or they're out. So when looking at that industry, and when we talk through the different situations, I found three big workday setbacks, 100% in your control. Let me repeat that, 100% in your control. Because sometimes when we're at work, it seems like we're just grinding. We're on that hamster wheel and we just have to keep going day after day in that zombie mode where it just keeps repeating the same old BS every day. But what's interesting is we also ignore the actions that are in our control. And part of getting out of survivorship, out of that burnout phase, out of that zombie mode cycle, is taking back control of the things that are in your control. So I'm going to talk about the three big lack of control actions in your workday that you can take back today. The first one is lack of purpose. Now, some of you are in the grind. You just need to do what you need to do to pay bills. You just need to do what you need to do for the promotion. But there's still purpose in all your actions. If your workday is driven by requests of others, obligations of others, distractions from others, that sense of control is gone. If you wake up in the morning and you check your work email, you are automatically on autopilot to the requests of everyone else. You have already set the intent of your day based on others' requests in that email. You have set your purpose for the day around the to-do list that came from that emails, those meeting requests. It is okay for these actions to be in your day, but it should not run your day. When I ask emerging leaders in these workshops, what is your purpose? What is one thing, regardless of obligations, distractions, and other actions people put on you, the requests put on you, what would you do with your day? And I've been doing leadership workshops for six years, and not one person has been able to pop out an answer like that. They don't even know what they should be doing if those obligations and distractions are not there. Lack of purpose. So what we're going to do is we're going to take back control by setting intention for our day, setting priorities for our day, not a giant to-do list. Those are already there. We know that. What's one priority that you want to work on today? What's one focus to move some of those items off the to-do list instead of doing three things at once, just moving them a little bit? Start moving the needle on your actions and purpose by setting your day up with intent. So here's the action you're going to focus on. You're going to grab a productivity planner. Most of you listening are not lazy. That's why you're in burnout. Most of you are trying to get out of this zombie mode, which means I know you can do it. You're already doing hard things. But a productivity planner focuses your action, focuses your intent for the day. The one that I highly recommend is Clever Fox Planners. Please use coupon code KBTRAINING. 
and you can get a 10% discount off those planners. I don't, I'm not an affiliate. I don't receive funds for it. I just love their planners. Because I hate journaling, because I hate the thoughts that are in my head and when they come down in writing, yuck. I don't want to do that. A productivity planner was a middle ground for me. It was a piece of paper in a book form that set clear intentions for my day, that held me accountable for what I committed to this week. It had a little section for habits and actions to get me better, to keep my personal goals going, to find my identity. There is electronic versions out there, but man, I love that old-fashioned dopamine hit of a hard copy planner to cross things off my list, to check mark at the end of the week with pride. And you can even look back and see how far you've come, that reflection piece. So a good way to start is grabbing a productivity or planner to focus priorities for your day, control the intent of your actions, and start moving things off to-do lists because you have some focus and decisions moving forward. The second one is poor body fuel. I know we don't like to talk about this. We do not like to talk about this, but I'm sorry. If you stick crap in your body, you're going to get crap performance. Think about a car. Think about anything with an engine. If you stick crap fuel and oil in it, it does not last very long. It gets all gummed up and clogged and it doesn't run on optimum performance. Your body is no different. Your body is actually a beast. It is meant to survive. But when we fuel it with the wrong foods, the wrong liquids, that's exactly what happens. Is The beast inside you slowly gets clogged up with that brain fog, that zombie mode. You, you start to transition from this sharp, smooth running, click, click, click through decisions back to this like draining decision maker, this exhaustion that you wake up in the morning. You're not fresh and strong anymore. You're just moving through the motions. 80% of chronic disease can be solved by lifestyle changes, a majority in the diet category. So think of what you can do who you could be with premium fuel. You already know this, right? And if you haven't been able to stick to it, it's probably time for a coaching session with me to be your accountability partner, to set up an actual practical plan based on your personality, based on your lifestyle, to start moving from that zombie mode back to energy. Habit and routine changes are difficult. And that's why I love doing these workshops is because I know human behavior. I know different personalities from 16 years of working in HR, working with emerging and middle management leaders and knowing what their hurdles are. If you want a little bit more information on on how to start actions and habits to get to that healthy and powerful body fuel, take a look at my other blog posts. Take a look at some of these podcast episodes in the show. Set up a coaching session with me to start digging in and reducing this hurdle. Imagine what you can do with premium fuel. So number two is revamp your workday with premium body fuel. Don't put the crap in for crap performance. Put in the premium for premium performance. Number three, certainly not least, probably the most powerful one is no reflection. We get into this cycle, this zombie mode day after day, groundhog day, because there is no change. Why try when it's all the same? But there is growth, you just don't recognize it. We're not taking time to see all the hurdles and challenges we've overcome. There's no movement forward because there's no space to observe this transformation. You are stronger than you were the day before. You are 
growing from a month before. And all it takes is five minutes at the end of your shift, end of your night, to recognize all the progress of the day. Again, in these productivity journals, especially the Clever Fox Planner that I suggested, there's reflection moments daily or weekly, depending on the planner you get, to take the five minutes and recognize this progress. To write down the development conquered, the hard conversations that you had that you've been avoiding, and recognize just for a moment in time the amazing human that you are. We are expecting other people to give us kudos, attaboy, girls, pat on the backs, when we don't even love ourselves enough to reflect on what we are doing. You are your number one fan. You are your number one cheerleader. And we're not taking the time to say, you are amazing. Look at everything you conquered. We're waiting for someone else to do it for us. Imagine again what you could do day after day when you reflect on all that progress. You're not going to just see hurdles being conquered and walls being driven down. You're actually going to see yourself start running. You're going to see that some of these hurdles and challenges are made up in your head. And now you're sprinting. So I want you to set five minutes every day before you leave work to reflect on all that great progress, communication, that relationship building that happened, those projects and activities that you don't want to do on your to-do list and you finally did it and it feels so good. If you don't want to grab up the productivity planner, I also have a free worksheet on my website. It's called the Self Growth and Reflection Worksheet. Go grab it up for free. It has a weekly reflection to identify the hurdles overcome some learning objectives that you actually did and checked off your list. Be proud of all the work you're doing. You're doing hard things. Start recognizing yourself for it. So through these three setbacks in your day and taking back control of them, you're going to start to feel energy. You're going to start to feel like that zombie mode cycle is dwindling. That fog that you look through every day is no longer and that energy is returning and that light is bright and moving you forward. Let's review them one more time. One, lack of purpose. Take back intent for your day. Take back the priorities of your day. Focus to move items off your to-do list. Two, poor body fuel. What are you putting in your body? Are you setting yourself up for success or failure? And three, reflection. Take time to recognize your amazing efforts, everything you're going through, and still showing up. We go through these setbacks in your workday in some of my leadership workshops, some of the building resiliency and burnout prevention speeches that I do. If you have not booked me yet, please do. As my conference seasons in spring and fall fill up fast, I travel all over the place, which is why this podcast is only loaded every other week now. Again, I'm taking back intent of my weeks. I hope and I wish that for you too. I know you're not lazy. Most people in burnout are high performers, those serving others before themselves. Don't discount the step today, the step in which you focus on your self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the journey. Rediscovering energy through new actions and habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions and the beast to do hard things that lies within you. Check out more burnout resources on my website to move from zombie mode back to liveliness. See you soon.